0: Hello, this is Pastor Pete Beck III with LifeNet in Burlington, North Carolina. Welcome to today's podcast entitled, Overcoming the Traditions of Men and Passivity. Because of receiving bad information in the past, many people must overcome obstacles before receiving the baptism in the Holy Spirit. My previous article in this series illustrated how to conquer fear and legalism. This one looks at two more common hindrances and shows us how to get past them. The first one is traditions of men. Religious groups tend to form their own culture and traditions over time. Non-denominational churches often begin as a sort of protest against dead formality and ritual, but over the years, such churches develop their own set ways of doing things. This is part of what it means to be human and is not necessarily a bad thing. However, if our traditions stand between us and our apprehension of the truth and our reception of God's promises, they are evil must be set aside. Jesus confronted dead religious traditions quite often, thereby incurring the wrath of the establishment. Once traditions are set, they assume a stature as if God himself set them up. Some churches, such as Roman Catholicism, officially elevate church tradition to the status of Scripture. More evangelical churches would never openly say such a thing, but in actuality, they sometimes put their tradition above Scripture. Once again, this is a human propensity. For those steeped in the traditions of men, the old and established way of doing things always seems better. Jesus warned against allowing our traditions when they... Noify the clear intent of God's word. I'll read from Matthew 15, verses 3 through 9. And he answered and said to them, Why do you yourselves transgress the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? I'll leave the rest for you to read. When it comes to the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the only thing that matters is what the scriptures say, not what our church traditions may teach. Just as in Jesus' day, sometimes it requires great courage to resist and overcome time-honored traditions in order to serve the Lord. Next obstacle is passivity. There is a time for waiting upon God, which describes our having the attitude of being surrendered to God's will for our lives and honoring him as the initiator Waiting on God is a function of our understanding the danger of operating independently from the leadership of the Holy Spirit. However, once we know what his will for us is and are confident that now is the time for us to act, passivity becomes a sin. Nothing substitutes for acting in faith, not even prayer and worship. If our mother asked us to clean our rooms when we were young children, she would not be happy to find out we never did it because we were praying instead. There is a time for every purpose under heaven. Jesus instructed his first disciples to wait for the promise of the Father, the baptism in the Spirit. But this was because their first experience of this extraordinary gift from God had to take place on the exact day of Pentecost, perfectly fulfilling God's eternal purpose for that Old Covenant feast. They waited and prayed for days in the upper room. But when the day of Pentecost finally arrived, the Spirit was powerfully poured out. Since then, for us who believe... Every day is Pentecost and there is no longer any need for us to wait. We can receive instantly. In addition, we should not expect the Holy Spirit to somehow take control of us as if God superimposes himself over our desires and will. In his goodness and love, God expects and encourages us to partner with him. The Spirit who dwells within us, also comes alongside us, to allowing us to participate with him in ministry. He lets us know the things that God has freely given to us, which includes the baptism in the Holy Spirit. This is found in 1 Corinthians 2.12. Our role is to ask for and receive God's blessings. If we do not ask, why should we expect to receive? If we have asked, what is stopping us from actively receiving? It is true that sometimes God blesses those who do not seek or ask, but almost always he wants our participation, especially when we know the truth. Therefore, we should not be passive when it comes to the baptism in the Spirit. Remember, faith acts as if God's word is true, because it is. I'll close with Matthew 7, 7 through 8. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, It will be opened.